Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Luke, and I'm here with Dee. And today, we have a very, very special set of guests here with us today from the Chick Chat podcast. Please welcome. I'm Grace. <laughs> I'm Haley. <laughs> and I'm Vonda. <laughs> All right. Nice to, nice to have you guys on board, um, or you girls on board. I, I guess I'm just used to saying guys. <laughs> Yep, um, gotta fix that. <laughs> yeah. so, no, it's fun to be here. I'm excited. That's great. Yeah. We're we're happy to have you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we necessarily talked about it before, but we do all of these things like uncut. So pretty much anything, anything goes. And you know, we just want to preface the whole thing by saying, you know, this this all comes from a place of understanding. You know, all the questions we ask, we just we just want to know a little bit. We want to peer into the brains and then see where where your thinking's coming from. So uh, I'm hoping we can get some cool conversations going out of today. Yeah. All right. And- I was gonna say, Arya, you always tell us, "Oh, like you'll edit this out," and you never do. So I never do. (laughs) You never ever do. (laughs) It's to keep you on your toes and to keep you keep you guessing and to to make you feel comfortable. But you know what? I do as I please. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Um, Well, um, yeah. No, I was just gonna say. Usually, we just start by going over the past like couple weeks because you know we just shoot these things every couple weeks. So. Anyone want to want to start off? Any thoughts they've been having? How are things going? I was going to say maybe uh, they can talk a little bit about their podcast first and then, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, a we good can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can do that for sure. We can definitely do that. Does anyone want to take the reins on it? <laughs> I can do it. Um, so basically we started it, what was it, like October um, after we saw yeah. our friend from college post something that we heavily disagreed with, it was about baby, it's cold outside, comparing it to WAP. And it was horrible. Like, it was honestly hard oh. to look at. So we decided we were angry enough to start a podcast. And um, since then, basically, we took uh, every other week and we just kind of talk about issues that are going on right now um, from a woman's point of view. Yeah, it's a pretty, like, there's like no limits. Like, we kind of pretty much talk about everything. Like, we even talked about periods one episode. We just want to make it as comfortable and like as open as, of a space as possible for anyone to talk about anything that they want to. But always, I think we kind of always assume that woman's point of view. Um, and we've been having a lot of fun with it. So we're, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It sounds really good. We actually <laughs> we actually listened to a couple episodes, including the last one about toxic masculinity. Hell yeah, um, that yeah. was for men. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, that caused a, a little uproar amongst the group, but uh, really? we will not address that. We will not address that. But yeah, you guys, you guys, no, you guys, this podcast is definitely a listen. Like it's something everyone should listen to. So people check out Chick Chat, and uh, you'll probably learn something new, or you know, find something you agree with or not. absolutely shout out to you guys i think it's like really cool that you guys like started this like whole thing during the pandemic too like i think we were talking about in an earlier episode like when this whole thing happened it kind of isolated a lot of people and a lot of people were able to kind of like really dig inside and think about hey like what do i actually really want to do in my free time and i guess with my life and a lot of people are kind of going out with these creative endeavors like the podcast and Absolutely. Like, I think it's a very interesting perspective and kudos to you guys for doing it. Like, it's, it's tough. Honestly, um, it was something that brought us together because we were good friends in like college. So, I mean, 
why not? Like it brought us back together and closer and we talk to each other like every week now, more so every day. So I mean, it was, it was a good adventure. Yeah. It was a good adventure. Keep in contact as well. Yeah. Yeah. So the group chat is uh, always popping. Oh yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's a good way to keep me and Vonda kind of in the radio world too, since after college, obviously not a lot of jobs. So it's a good thing to kind of keep us in the loop a bit. We both got jobs in law. Like it was just how, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. But yeah. Oh, that's, that's really up. cool. Like, so you guys have been friends, or sorry, you girls have been friends for a while. Um, so like, how, how did you, how did you all meet? Haley and I met uh, in our second year of university because Haley and I did like a, a, a program where we did two years of university, two years of college, and we got a university degree and a college diploma. So Haley and I met a bunch of different people when we were going in and out <laughs> of Fanshawe, but we met Grace just like last year. So in our fourth yeah. year, um, and that was great. Like, I don't know about Haley, <laughs> but I've never met anyone like Thanks. when we were at college that I, well, I connected with Grace so much. I think Haley did too, obviously. So like, I mean, it was a yeah, good, we uh, lived together. Now, I'm now we're friends, roommates. Yeah. And now you guys are roommates. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty dope. I yeah. feel like I'm probably the only one still in uni on this pod. <laughs> Fuck, I okay. wish I was back in university. Never mind. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> unpopular opinion, <laughs> but I feel that. Yourself, I miss yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I miss it. <laughs> it was fair. But no. Of uh, my two weeks, I guess, since I'm the only one in school, it's, it's been my reading week this past week. And it's been, I don't know. I feel like it's my last, so it's my last semester. And this is probably the only reading week I've actually ever gotten shit done. So. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like it took me four years or five, four and a half, five years to figure that out. So that's yeah. called maturity. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's really, that's really all it's been like, you know, trying to make sure I get out of here in one piece. But yeah, that's I, really I the think, past two weeks. I think the only reason you've been productive is because you no longer have any friends who are also in school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think that actually had a role to play with it, but I have a couple friends still in school. Come on, man. I'm not also, that, like you're I'm not stuck at home. home so yeah, what else do you do, you know? What else? I mean, you can binge shows, which I've been doing, but, you know, you can only do that so many hours and so many days in a row. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, what about so, you guys, uh, Luke, Arya? How's your past two weeks been? Have you, are you still on that 100-day yoga grind? It was, it was not 100 days. It was 30 days. And, yeah, my 30 days have been completed. So, nah, like, yeah. Uh, I think it ended, like, on the 4th of February or something. So I've kind of just been going, like, you know, like wait once, twice a week since then. Not every day. But yeah, right. so that's over now. I feel that. Um, okay, so I guess like my two weeks. Honestly, it's kind of like flown by in a blur. Um, it's like week three of me working two jobs. And I like <laughs> definitely still hate my life. But you know, it's, <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, it was pre- it's, it's been pretty interesting. Um, it's like very polar opposites. It's like one of the jobs is like a very distant parent and then the other one is a very overbearing parent so it's like i get the best i guess the worst of both worlds we're the best of both worlds but you know i had a couple scares like for example one of my by the way neither of my bosses know i'm working two jobs (laughs) so like uh, important to point out very very important to point out they don't know so yes (laughs) oh shit i know that well depends on what kind of job though like, what do you do? <laughs> um, I, I, I am a marketing specialist at a law firm, and I am the marketing manager at a, uh, a startup. 
Like both oh, full time jobs. Yeah, that's yeah, not both, great. Uh, <laughs> <hours. Same> <laughs> but, I thought uh, it was like a full time part time situation. No, but no both full time. <laughs> I okay. So like I again, you know, the only reason I'm doing this is because I am in a very a, a ext- not extreme ethnic household, but like my mom doesn't like <laughs> to see me doing nothing. Like if I'm doing nothing, like something is being assigned, and it's usually something that's like. Not even productive. Like I do chores around the house. I wash the dishes. I vacuum. I make dinner and stuff. But then like when I'm doing nothing, she'll be like, oh, have you thought about just like, you know, like cleaning the grates? And I'm like, mom, like there's snow outside. And she's like, no, like just just clean them. There's probably like leftover residue. Just do something with your time. So, I, you know, I figured I would, I'd work. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's it's week three of two jobs. Um, getting through it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you ladies been? Good. It's funny that you mentioned you work for a law firm because Grace and I both work in law too, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, guess. Mm-hmm. It's been, yeah, our two weeks have been a little mm-hmm. crazy. Like we just moved in here the last, last weekend, week, last Friday, a week ago. Uh, so it's been a little crazy, like getting things sorted, which if you can tell from the background, like it's not sorted. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I work for like an employment law firm. So it's been <laughs> insane the past couple of months really just because people are yeah i can imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's been what about you are oh sorry yeah um <clears throat> yeah the past uh couple weeks for me have been have been it's been an emotional roller coaster i feel right because hmm. it, 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 like the whole lockdown situation is just like you can't do anything you can't see anybody you know and you're just kind of sitting at home alone and then okay it's like, been it like a year cool. bro come on I, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, it's just it's hitting him like now yeah. you know yeah, like, it's, it's hitting me because to be honest like i was actually like I, listen i'm a pretty easygoing dude right like i can kind of like take some punches you know and like i'll let the past like however many months slide but it's compounding now man like i'm losing my mind <laughs> you know like this is oh, this yeah. is getting this is getting a lot and to be honest, like, okay, it was, it was actually my birthday this past week. So it was, happy was, birthday. Was happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was so Old that ass was good, motherfucker. You know. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, definitely <laughs> one, one more year closer to death. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, no, morbid jokes aside, I really appreciated like getting attention this week, you know, because you can't <laughs> see anybody, right? So it's, it, it was, it was good. I learned to appreciate my birthday on a, on a less materialistic level. So um, there was that's there was a sure. little bit of good self-actualization happening the past couple of weeks. But that's pretty much been it. That's pretty much been it. I, I, I might lose my job by the end of March, but that's okay. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I kind of knew it, you know, because the... the <laughs> The program isn't supposed to like extend beyond March, uh, so I'm trying to like line up my options. So I don't want to like talk too much about because like I'm trying to find opportunities. I don't want to jinx them. So uh, that's kind of where my head's at. You gotta okay. manifest it. Yeah, make it yeah. happen. Don't yeah. tell you yourself you have their apartment and they got it. <laughs> not <laughs> not even theirs, not yours. <laughs> Can you manifest a gig for me then? What's going on here? Vonda's sure. the plug. <laughs> Working on it. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much been it. I've, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been keeping a level head and staying grateful. So that's my two weeks. I relate actually. I was talking to my friend today and she was just saying like how she feels like so like foggy and like kind of like blah. And I'm like, it's definitely COVID burnout. It's gotten to a point now. Like, yeah, it was actually COVID wasn't that 
bad. Like, I guess, like, in March and April, like, lockdown really sucked. But once the summer turned around, I found it got a lot better. But now being, like, in the dead of, like, winter (laughs) with, like, COVID, (laughs) it's, yeah, it's major COVID burnout. Yeah, I feel that. It is definitely. And I think think they just extended, like, our our emergency orders until, like, middle of March or something. Yeah. Yeah. March 8th, yeah. Yeah. Really, I think gyms are open <laughs> back in Ottawa or something. I guess yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. Fuck you, bro. Ottawa, no, it's, Ottawa. It's, <laughs> no, it's, but you know, it's it is it is it is what it is. And to be honest, okay. So moving on a little bit, you know, into some of the thoughts. Wait, I, I, had, I, yeah. I don't think like Haley and Bonda went over there. Did, I don't know didn't? if they want to share. Okay, my bad. Oh, about my week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you guys want to share. If not, um, we can. I don't know. <laughs> no, really uneventful. <laughs> like really uneventful. Like work, home, sleep. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Each one of those uh, are events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sleep, sleep is my favorite event. To be honest. <laughs> uh, so I guess like? my week was like kind of the same as Grace just because we moved in. What are you talking I had, about? You- I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, I just finished <laughs> my first week um, on my new job. Um, hey! Yeah. <laughs> um, at a radio station, I'm just working on, like, um, I guess my role is digital content creator. I don't know if I can talk about exactly what the project is at the moment, but I'm just looking into stories. And my the most social contact I've had with people has been like old people. I'm, I've been on the phone with old people, and <laughs> they, they sound really cute, though. Yeah, they're cute, but they they talk a lot. <laughs> they have a lot to say, <laughs> and it, it's kind of cute, though. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my week, I guess. Not not nothing crazy exciting, I would say. Just because working from home, it's like it's kind of chill. Like yeah. it doesn't feel very official. Mm-hmm. So, eh, it's yeah. it's okay. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> old, old people will always talk your ear off because they're the most, yeah. they're the loneliest people. I Nothing know. else to do. Oh, don't say it like that. It's cute. I'm just being honest. It's the truth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Come. They're Listen, cute I appreciate too, old people. They're, they're cute, but they are lonely. Like, Listen, bro, I'm, I, I am fully expecting is. the peak as a grandfather. So, like, don't, don't come at me with this energy. Don't come at me right now, bro. Okay. So maybe we can switch gears just a little bit, (laughs) just a tad bit, because one of the things that, you know, has and, you know, I know there's definitely going to be more topics that come out from this, too. Just just a heads up. But um, for me, at least, you know, like in the past two weeks, I've been, you know, I, I like to scroll Twitter. And is I don't think it's like healthy at all because really Twitter's Twitter is full of just like weirdos in my in my opinion and like that's coming from me because I use Twitter right and I'm probably one of those weirdos but there's just a lot of there's a lot of like back and forth and one thing that you know I've been seeing a trend especially like around Valentine's Day when like this topic like came up a lot is there's there seems to be a lot of women who hate men who would have thought who would have thought. But, you know, I guess, and I wanted to get a girl's perspective from this, you know, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm bringing this up. And I don't know if D or Luke are interested in this, but, you know, if you see, I don't know if you have ever said it, but, you know, if you say you hate all men or if you've seen a girl who says they hate all men, like, are they being for real? Or is it just a thing? Is it, do you think it's damaging? Like, I don't know. Where, like, like, what's up with that? Is it cool? <laughs> Myself personally, like I've said it's just like a it. Wait, 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 before we go there, have have you guys ever said it? 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate men like, or I hate start their great great. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, I think I go more along the route of like men suck. I don't think I explicitly say yeah. that I hate men, but men suck. That, that, that's mm-hmm. one that I've used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we know we don't mean all men. Like, I don't hate every man. Like, I have a brother and a father. Like, I don't hate all men. But um, just, just those two are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those two are fine. Love them. They're fine. But um, everyone else is on thin ice. But um, <laughs> I mean, so you guys I don't know. really sorry. Like, do you mean this? Like, is this like? Do you really, really mean that, or do you guys just no. say it in like the heat of a moment? Like, you tell your friends you hate them, or like, what is this? Like, you guys break this down for us, okay? Because we're. I don't very think it's confused. even like heat of the moment. I think like just something happens, and you go, "I hate men," and then you laugh about it, and then you kind of just move on and forget you even said it. Honestly, like, the me, more I think about it, it probably is problematic. But like, we definitely all say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. Like, if my friends come to me with, like, guy issues, I'll just be like, yo, man, men are trash. Men like, trash. <laughs> like <I'm> sorry. <laughs> and, like, I mean, like, looking back, like, if I really think hard on it, like, it probably is, like, an issue. Like, the more you say it, like, it's obviously, like, not helping the problem, I guess, no. of, like, equality, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like a lot of times it's, like, girls get like heated and like they get mad at their like the men in their life and they'll just stereotype like oh i hate men the stereotype of men you know mm. yeah for I mean- me it usually happens when there's like a disconnect in like communication like i find mm. that it only comes out when the guy does something really freaking shitty to someone <laughs> like like i don't know like okay for example i had a friend who this guy and her were really seeing each other then all of a sudden he dropped her and then he deleted her off Snapchat on her birthday. So <laughs> I think it's warranted to say, like, men suck. I hate men in that situation. That, that didn't come out of nowhere, though. Like, like, like let's, <laughs> well, let's, okay. let's be honest. It did not come out of nowhere. There were See, telling and maybe, signs. And maybe there was probably that's the an issue. argument. Like, maybe that, that's the issue. Maybe there's, like, a disconnect in communication where we're not understanding something that you guys are trying to put out there. And then we're just like, well, frig that. Like, I hate men. By the way, can we swear on this podcast? Because I dropped yeah, the F-bomb. That's okay, yeah, that's, yeah, so, yeah. that, like, I hate men type of thing, right? So, I don't know. I guess, Wanda, okay. Is this yeah. the same friend who had ghosts tell her to stop dating trash men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same friend. Okay, okay cool. Cool. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. So we went to see uh like psychic. I was psychic like, we went to a psychic, psychic fair. fair. This is the, no. the friend that she <laughs> You're dealing with some really interesting women here today, guys. I, I I'm I'm not gonna lie, I have dated women like that, so I can't, yes. I, can't I can't even judge. Oh man. Sorry, I was with psychics. We, we, as you were saying though. <laughs> Oh, no. So, yeah, we went to a psychic fair and uh, we all each saw like a psychic that day. And her grandfather appeared in one of her readings (laughs) and was telling her all about like, stop, like, stop disrespecting yourself. Like, you know, like treat yourself with like, you know, treat yourself well, like don't date trash men. And the psychic was like, seriously, stop dating trash men. (laughs) And like, she was even like, your friend who came before you, she's dating a good guy. Like you need to find a guy like that. And was like, yeah, totally putting her down. It was so funny. It was so funny. Yo, send us the address to the psychic we're going. (laughs) She was so cool. (laughs) Okay, so I guess I want to like um, dig a little bit deeper into the 
like all men are trash statement because okay for example when you guys say all men are trash like i know it's just like a statement right like okay like i know like oh it's like an emotional response to that specific moment you're not actually saying like all men are trash but i find it pretty interesting because i think like the way we use language it really does reflect like some underlaying like emotions so for example i think when guys are cheesed at like sorry <laughs> when guys are upset at girls um mm-hmm. The most popular statement is not like women are trash. The most, at least in our friend group, like the the most popular statement is like "fuck that bitch." Like, and that's like an individualistic specific. Like, that's like um addressing your negativity specifically at that person, right? But whereas I would say, at least from my understanding, the female counterpart to that statement is "men are trash," which is like a generalized statement. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see like what your perspective on that is because like you Bars. know. When, when these type of things happen in like our friend groups, at least like it's very targeted. Again, I think maybe our statements are a little bit more derogatory, but again, it's a very targeted and, and, and individualistic like statement. Whereas I would say with the female counterparts of that is much more broad. I, I don't know. How, do you guys disagree with that? And if not, like what are your general thoughts on that? Um, I think I have a thought that is a little harsh, possibly, but (laughs) here we go. Um, So, I mean, throughout history, men have been pretty trash to women. We haven't (laughs) had a super good run of it until pretty recently. And so there's a lot of things that there are a lot of stereotypes for women that men use all the time. Like we just um, saw a TikTok, actually, not too long ago about uh, (laughs) calling women basic and how you're stereotyping women who like pumpkin spice lattes. And basic has somehow become like a like a derogatory thing. Like it's not good to be basic. So I feel like overall there are a lot of derogatory generalizations for women. And I hate men is probably the only one I can think of like, in variations of it for men. And honestly, we never even mean it. Like we never really mean we hate all men. Most people, hopefully. Hope there are. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there are people out there. I feel like there are people out there that like. <laughs> hey, maybe hate all men, but it's not what us. What do you mean we never mean it? Like, if you say something like ten times, like repeatedly, like all the damn time, like what do you I, mean? I mean, like to answer Luke's question, like we actually talked about this in our toxic masculinity podcast, mm-hmm. where it's like. It's an insult to be feminine, if you think about it. Like, guys throw around the word pussy all the time, and it's an insult. What's the kind of male equivalent that we can throw around? Like, is it dick? Dick. Yeah. But I don't think we say that to women, though. Because even women will call each other, oh, she's being such a bitch. Like, we'll never say, oh, she's being such a dick. We'll only kind of reserve that for men. So I feel like... It's, it's, it is harmful, no doubt, to say, like, I hate men. And it's so harmful, obviously, to say I hate women. But I think if we're putting it on a playing field of which one is more insulting, I feel like men have more of the power and where they can use more derogatory terms to put down feminism. Or not feminism, femininity, I should say, actually. Okay. I think there's just I, more available vocab. Yeah, yeah there if is. If we're talking, like, a language thing. And because men have always been more superior there are more like derogatory terms. Like think about how many racial slurs there are too. Right. But there's no, you know, slur for like white people. It's the same. There is. Well, yeah, but I guess like the same kind of playing field almost like obviously like, yeah, it's different, but almost the same degree. I I I think, I think, okay. uh, I, I personally feel like what we're talking about right now in terms of the terminology of the swear words we use, like, I think that's like a little bit, like of a different topic because in my like if we're addressing that i would specifically say that like different terms are different like have different meanings 
and they do have underlying meanings, but like the, how offensive they are to people depends on their own personal experiences, right? Like, for example, like, yeah, for sure. We can definitely agree that like calling someone like a chink is like a generally a derogatory term, but like, for example, someone could use that to me in an insult and I wouldn't take that personally, but I, I agree like generally. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I guess I want to like, sorry, dude. No, 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 keep finish your thought. I was, I wanted to ask like another question, like on that, but yeah. And I'll go after D. No, no, go, go, go for it. Okay. Like my question is what, what are you guys trying to achieve by calling us trash? Like, 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 what is the end goal? Okay. Wait, I'll say this, bro. Guys, guys kind of like, I'm just, I'm just asking, you know, like what is, what is like, are we supposed to feel bad? Like, is that supposed to motivate us to change? I think the end goal is to make our own steam. Yeah. I think almost Okay. I think that's important to know. If I think about like, <laughs> if I think about all the times I've used it, it's usually when like a friend of mine is going through something that like exactly like someone exactly. did to her, like a, like a guy did to her, and to make her feel better. I, I, I guess looking back, it is quite problematic <laughs> to put down someone else, you know, to make her feel better. Hmm, hmm, yeah, thinking about it, but like. No. No, it's cool. I actually actually relate to that. I actually really, I like, I understand, you know, like it is, it is definitely a heat of of the moment thing. And in a lot of respects, like guys do it too, right? You know, like we'll, we'll jump on something to support our friend, (laughs) you know, like if our friend's feeling down or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll jump on that and, you know, we'll be like, oh, like fuck that shit too. Right. Even though later we might feel a little bit differently, but we want to empathize in the moment, I guess. I, I wanted to ask a question, maybe like not because I don't really care to like go back and forth about this. I'm more curious <laughs> as to like how you guys interpret the reactions from those kind of statements, right? Like, uh, like, like Luke said, right? Like, okay, like if, if I see someone say that, you know, I don't really like internalize it, right? Because like most likely it's not directed towards me. But there are a lot of guys who will internalize that and who will, you know, you know bite back in a, in a way. So I guess like, I, I guess I'm curious to like find out like what you think about like the way I guess guys react to these kind of things. And maybe, you know, if you have experience on it, touch on like how girls react to like certain slurs towards them as well. And like, what does that really say about the person? Does that say more about the person or more about the comment itself? Do you think? Um, I think it's kind of a case by case situation. Cause if you know, the person saying it is meaning it, like they hate all men and they're, they're saying it to you. You should probably take that probably personally. They're probably directing that at you and you have every right to be upset about it. Um, but if you were kind of are passing a girl on the street and she says to her friend, oh, he ghosted me. I hate men. And you are personally upset about it as you pass her by. I think that says more about you. Like you need to kind of understand that, that she's not talking about you. She probably doesn't even like really hate men at all. She just hates what that one guy did to her. It's a bad mm-hmm. way. of. She should say, I hate that guy. She shouldn't say, mm-hmm. I hate men. But I do think that if you know it's not directed at you and you know it's kind of like not in a directed way, in a mean way, like you're taking it a little personally at that point. Um, And that says more about you. Hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. Definitely. I don't think it's ever, I mean, I guess, yeah, like you said, Grace, like case by case basis. Personally, I don't think I've ever used it against a guy just in a general context, but yeah, I think it's definitely you have to know the situation at hand. Definitely. 
Absolutely. I, I guess, wait, I just want to like, not necessarily clarify, but you know, when I was talking about earlier in terms of like the, like when guys say like, fuck that bitch, that's usually followed by them crying and being like, but I love her. Oh. Speak for yourself, but what are you saying? Huh? I, really I am speaking for myself. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I am speaking for myself. Are these like phrases um, normally used between like guys with guys and girls with girls? Like I feel like more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like how often do you go to a girl and be like, "Fuck that bitch"? <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've had a hate all men said to me. Like, have you? Yeah. yeah. How'd you guys I've find out? Because I only like, did it with like my girlfriend. Two days ago. No. Two days ago, I was chilling with some girls, my friends, female friends, and like, I just like I made a joke, and then they're like, "Yo, men are scum. Like, men are." Tr-. I'm like, "What oh. are you guys doing? Like, so what are right you doing? here? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah." So like, I feel like women say that. Like, I feel like women are more likely to say like men are trash. Like in general then a dude is going to say, like, fuck that bitch. Like, just because yeah. of all that, like, in general, anyways. Yeah. 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 But, but, I, yeah. but I think, like, you know, when it's said in a casual context, like, let's say you're hanging out and just having a couple beers and people, and this girl's like, oh, hey, like, men are scum. Like, it's not taken seriously. It's just kind of like a statement. And it's like, oh, haha, like, whatever, next, like, next conversation. It's still going to get a reaction, okay? <laughs> yeah. Sure. But, again, I, I do personally think, like, if that – comment kind of like came out of nowhere and without like any supporting context and you just take it very offensively that is like a you problem right like if if we're hanging out and someone just randomly says that i'm not gonna be like excuse me like unless you're an incel like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no i i I actually kind of don't agree with that luke like if i'm chilling and like someone says men are trash out of like you know i'll be like who scarred you like who hurt you like what is going on are you okay <laughs> like see, you know what i mean like you're I don't, not taking like, it personally yeah but like i'm still gonna like probe like are you good like why are you doing that like men aren't why trash you if you get what yeah. i mean as opposed yeah. to like if a dude says fuck that bitch like you know everyone's like okay we know you're talking specifically about <laughs> her we don't know what's going on but well, just yeah. in that sense so if a girl says it publicly like i'm i'm gonna dig in like i'm gonna be like what's <laughs> so going on here? i, I guess i want to ask a question it's like okay so what's the difference between like yeah something like that a general statement in passing by and choosing to like not take it personally because it's general grab brush it off or whatever right but let's say i'm sitting out on a patio right and this dude walks by me and he's like oh fuck i hate immigrants i think they're dirty Right, bro. I, that's that's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. But is it? Would you agree that it's a similar concept? It's a similar idea. No, I think no. that he has a very like pointed view, right? And he's saying it out of a place of like pure like malice at that point, right? Like that's a harmful way to think all of the time. Whereas from my experience, when a woman says, "I hate men." We know. I if I know that I know she doesn't hate men. I know that she has had dealings with a lot of men, and clearly doesn't hate them because she's gonna go Is back again. Is it a again. harmful way to think, though? Um, if she's carrying that around that, with her, yes. But if she's <laughs> yeah. just saying it in passing and then goes back to being herself, and I know she's not carrying it, then I'm not concerned. I mean, like, let's be honest, whoever hurt her, she definitely needs to sort this out with her girlfriends or with the therapist, no doubt. Just like how, you know, a guy who's saying, I hate immigrants, definitely needs to go seek some help. Um, But I I think it's no, it's not the same playing field, I don't think. But yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I I can definitely see how you're making that comparison. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Because it is a harmful phrase to use, no doubt. But. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be meant to be in the same context, though. 
I think yeah, a large like, part of the con- context is like knowing who, like where it's coming from and who it's coming from. If like someone came by and said like I hate immigrants, it's like, it's like, like clearly like that's a that's a very big, like statement a targeting like very specific targeting. I, I feel like, I think when we I think it's the way that the three of us are thinking about it is that to us the statement I hate men that way that we've used it and the way our friends have used it is very general. And it's very like, we, it comes from people who don't mean it from like the bottom of their hearts. I guess you can say like, they don't actually hate men. And because of that, I think like, we know that they don't mean it like personally, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess my question then is, would you guys consider, would you girls consider more like uh, like an inside joke type thing? Yeah. 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 I think I, I, so. Yeah. I think, like, if you were to hear I hate men from someone that you know actually hates men, then, like, you know is, like, an issue, then you would confront them. Like, I think as a woman, I would also confront them. But, like, I think it's because of the way we hear it is often in, a like, a joking inside joke kind of manner. That's why we don't, like, the general statement in itself, it's, like, not, like. It doesn't seem harmful. It doesn't seem as harmful unless they're, like, they clearly mean it, right? Yeah. And I think I've never even, I don't know about you, Grace and Haley, but I don't think I've ever used it in front of men because of this issue, because I don't want them to think like, oh, I'm targeting it at them. It's just kind of like yeah. a me and my girls type thing. Bro, shout out girls that do that then. I don't know who you were dealing with. That was, that's uh, kind of, you know. I'm like, I'm like, sorry you went through that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, like, <laughs> well, like we, we talk a lot about intent and why in- intent is really important because like, you know, you can't always control the reactions to the outcome of your action, but the, mm-hmm. what you can control is the intent. And I think in a very broad perspective and on a long-term perspective, your intent is what will really shape you as a person. Right. And in the context they're describing where they're like, I hate men, it's the intent is to express emotion. Whereas like, in other contexts, it's to actually express hate, which is like two totally different things, mm-hmm. right? True. Sa- same with that statement that we were talking about earlier, which I'm not going to repeat too many times because <laughs> I'm afraid people are going to make a soundbite of me and cancel me. But um, it also inter- depends on the intent of that statement specifically. Like in in the case I was describing, it's uh, it's an expression of emotion because I'm going through a lot of pain. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, you know, speaking about hating and genders, one thing I strongly dislike. <laughs> one thing I strongly Great dislike. Killed um, it. Killed it. Smooth. Listen, boy, why, why must there be comments about my attempts to segue each time? I'm, I'm just trying to do my <laughs> Until you get better, we're going to comment. Yeah, but you got to you know keep what? doing it until we don't notice it. Okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> It's pretty toxic of you, bro. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, anyway, um, one thing I strongly dislike about the male-female relationship is I personally, and you know, I'm 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 not the best communicator, so I, I honestly like uh, maybe I'm in the wrong here. But um, you know, I feel like in a lot of the relationships and even just friendships I've had with girls they always emphasize this idea of communication. Now, here's the thing. I think I have great communication with my family and I have really good communication with my close friends. You know, they always know what I'm going through. I'm able to express myself emotionally very openly. I know like in your toxic masculinity 
um, podcast, you guys kind of talked about like crying in front of your friends. I fully have done that and I don't feel ashamed. Yay. So I feel, I feel very open about <laughs> communicating in on, on a friend and family perspective. Right. But I feel like, you know, in relationships, um, like, uh, at least like my partners, they've always expressed that they really value open relationships, And I truly do as well, but I don't always feel like that. Open relationship or open No, open communication. Oh, wow. Right, Very right. different. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. <laughs> anyway, um, open communication. They always like express that open communication is really important. But I, I don't always feel like that's the case because, for example, when I do sometimes express the way I feel, I don't feel like that's taken well. And then on the opposite, sometimes I feel like they like exclude information from me. And I think that's like like I there's like the stereotypical like context of like, hey, are you mad? No, everything's fine. Like I'm not even talking about that context. <laughs> like like because, like you know, I think like we do experience that sometimes. And I do understand, you know, like from their perspective, I have to be more empathetic and understand and try to like understand the situation without them telling me. But I'm talking more about like more casual contexts. So for example, one of the things I talk about with the guys is like in the bedroom, right? Um, Girls are always super shy to talk about what they want. And I feel like that's very detrimental because, you know, like I would say, honestly, most guys do want to have like for most guys, a good experience is when both parties are very satisfied, but girls aren't very open about talking about that. And that's not even like a context where it's very stressful. Oh, okay. Not, not very stressful, but there's not like, it's like a, it's like a context that's going to improve the relationship overall. Right. It's not like there's problems going on. It's more like, Hey, like, what do you like? But like, that's still not communicated openly. So why is there like, at least in my perspective, the stigma that girls always push for open communication, but they don't always apply that. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I can, I'm not, I don't know if I'm the best person to answer this question because I am a big believer in open communication and I want to think that I am very open with, in my current relationship with my boyfriend. Um, but I definitely see where this can be an issue for a lot of women. And I think this comes down to, um, something that we actually talked about in our podcast in the toxic masculinity podcast about to- toxic femininity, where I think women are always taught to kind of just be, um, dainty and quiet and to like never express their opinions and just always kind of go along with whatever they're kind of told and just always suppressing whatever they feel to please other people. And so I feel like sometimes we kind of just for the sake of not starting an argument, just kind of like, like shut up and we'll just kind of go with the flow. And especially in the bedroom, that's a very, I think, um, sensitive issue for, I think for a lot of women, because it is very, it's an intimate situation and it is very, um, I guess very personal. And sometimes it takes a lot for people, men and women to open up about those things. I don't know. It could be real. Like it could be awkward. That's, I think a case by case basis, but Mm -hmm. I think, um, this definitely comes down to the conversation about toxic masculinity, not masculinity, femininity that we really touched on. I don't know if you guys want to expand Grace and Haley about that, but that's just my take on it. Yeah. So toxic femininity, like I had a good example for it and it was like my grandmother. So she, my grandfather is like really outspoken, walks all over her and she like waits on him hand and foot, never disagrees with him and always just kind of is like his little sidekick that doesn't like talk much, doesn't do much, relies on him to basically speak for her. And that's toxic femininity because it's, it's putting others needs before your own, which is something that is kind of like drilled in, especially if you have like a grandmother that you spend a lot of time with. Like I saw a lot of it from her. Mm -hmm. I'm not really the same way. I think I'm fairly actually more outspoken. 
almost to a fault sometimes, but um, I find in my own relationships that I do push for open communication, but to be honest, I don't like it fully. Like I don't like to express a whole lot of emotion. I'm not a super emotional person. Um, and my most recent ex was a very emotional person and I honestly didn't jive with it. So he wanted more open communication. I was like, please stop, put the, put the plug back in. I need (laughs) need a break. I need you to pick this up in a week. Um, and I honestly, when it comes to the bedroom thing, I have found in past experiences that when, when myself, if I expressed my needs and wants, it was taken almost with offense that they were doing something wrong, really? that I was criticizing, that it was t- taken to part of their ego for a bit. So it's hard. I mean, I didn't stop communicating things. Like, I'm still going to tell you. Yeah. But um, it was like it did turn into a fight a couple times, actually. Wow. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it is a case-by-case basis. Like, clearly, I didn't jive with those people. Um, and I feel like once you kind of meet someone who does share your same opinion – of what open communication is at that point, it'll kind of all fall into place and make sense. But it's, it's hard to say while well, you're still dating. Cause obviously everyone's so different and their idea of communication is so different. Yeah. I, I pretty much agree with grace. Like I feel like it, it's very like case by case. It really depends on everyone's personalities. Like we can't generalize all guys and we can't generalize all girls. Like everyone communicates differently and, Again, like with what Vonda said, like with the toxic femininity part is like, I don't know if you know this. There's this term in Cantonese. I don't know. Do you speak Mandarin, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. Okay. No one's going to get, no one's going to get this term I'm saying, but like there's this term called Moisi and it basically is just like, oh, like I don't want to like inconvenience you. Like I don't want to like make you uncomfortable or put you in a mm. like certain space. Um, like that would be like an inconvenience basically. And I think like a lot of girls feel that way where they just don't want to, they, at the same time they want. So I find that I have this huge issue. I'm like all over the place. I feel like I have this issue with, um, like most of my relationships where like I want something, but then at the same time, I know I should communicate it to them, but I don't want to inconvenience them and I don't want to make them unhappy Mm -hmm. or make, or like even possibly like bring it up and like have them think that I am unhappy with something, which is not the case. And like, obviously that's an issue where like, I should just openly communicate with them. But I think a lot of girls go through that internally where they're like, Oh shoot. Like I don't want to cause problems. So I just don't want to say anything. I can deal with it on my own. I can figure it out on my own. Like it's my problem. I'll figure it out, you know, instead of like, like working on it together, which is obviously an issue. But I think that's something a lot of girls, um, struggle with and like obviously like we want open communication but we're not always good at it like no one's perfect right so I think I think that's kind of like the perspective of I think a lot of girls go through um Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean a lot of girls like speaking speaking for myself like I wear my emotions on my sleeve like you can tell when I'm pissed you can tell when I'm happy like (laughs) I'm like you get the full package like you never you're always in the know if I'm upset but there are a lot of girls that just bottle things for the sake of just you know not being confrontational and I feel for those girls too because I feel like it's really hard um to go through a relationship without being you know explicitly open and just kind of bottling what you feel um so I don't think it's a general um notion amongst all women that all women like to beat around the bush and just like don't like to get to the point and don't express open communication I think it's very much again a case-by-case basis based on people's upbringing 
uh, the toxic femininity examples that we definitely brought up is definitely, I think, huge amongst all women. But yeah, I, think I don't know. Bring up upbringing, it's no, huge uh, because like I grew up in like obviously like, yeah. an Asian family and like, you know, ex- like we're not very good at ex- express- expressing emotions yeah. in general. Like we don't tell our mom and dad like super emotional mm-hmm. things. I don't know. Some yeah. people might like, like it obviously varies from family to family, but like. I, I just find that like it's something that you like constantly have to remind yourself, constantly have to teach yourself and like remember to do to to be open and to communicate like honestly and like vulnerably with the people you want to communicate like mm. that with. Mm-hmm. I, I like obviously I, I said this to Grace and Vonda the other day, like the three of us can't speak for all like all women. women. Like obviously this is our own personal experiences yeah. and like we're yeah, obviously I, also very similar, the three of us, like the way our, our opinions and our values are. So we obviously can't speak for oh, probably a good portion of women. <laughs> no, I, like, I, sorry, I was going to say, I am glad that you brought up the upbringing thing, too, because I think that sheds a light on you that it's, it's not just women. And like this is like uh, like answering to, like, I guess, Luke, too, from my perspective. But it's not just women who are like that either. Right. Like I was like that for a while. And I still struggle with some of those those things too, like being open, being vulnerable and things like that. I think that's also things that you kind of have to unpack and unlearn mm-hmm. from your upbringing. And, you know, like, yeah, I, 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 you know, from my experiences, from my personal point of view, I don't see it as just like a women thing because I know personally I've struggled with it as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was just going to say, like, I really appreciate the perspective because, you know, like sometimes like you kind of know things, but like to hear it, it, it kind of like shines a whole new light, right? Like Absolutely. Um, listening to Grace's like experience where she like kind of openly communicated her needs and then those were kind of rebuked i can totally yeah. understand why you know with uh like with a girl that let's say is not as outspoken and let's say she were to communicate her needs and then she was rebuked for it well that's now going to kind of create a type of personality where she's going to feel less comfortable about maybe communicating it against the same partner or to her future partners if that exactly. if that does happen but you know like yeah like 100 i i guess you know, like I kind of, I kind of knew it, but you know, just needed to hear. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, that's so confusing too, especially when you're like, yeah, like let's be open. You got, you think you're on the same page, but you're not because mm-hmm. I think it's like an internal struggle on both men and women's part. Like this is both a toxic femininity and a toxic masculinity issue. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it, it's a two way street. It's. Um, Open communication is definitely hard. I think there just needs to be a common ground for sure. I think when you both mutually very much trust each other and can get to that point where you guys can just honestly talk and you know it's legit. Also, like, you could have – sorry. (laughs) You could be in, like, a relationship with someone and, like, both want open communication but have completely different communication styles. Exactly. And I think a lot of it is, like, learning about how your other person – like, how your significant other communicates as well. Like – I don't know if you guys have heard of like the five love languages. Yes. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, that's been like, going around. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like for example, like someone could be showing their appreciation and affection for someone by like, for example, washing the dishes, but the other person just wants to hear it, you know? Yeah. And therefore like, there's like this lack of communication or this misunderstanding because they just don't communicate the same way. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah. That's a good point actually, Haley. 
because yeah. you never know what your partner's like love language is, right? Like some people are really affectionate, like want to be hugged and like, you're right. Like other ones just wanted like you to do the dishes or shovel the snow or just <laughs> yeah. something. And you also don't discuss these things before you get into a relationship no. a lot of times. You, you just find out. out. Yeah, yeah find that out. is so Surprise. true. People need like, to talk about these things like, yeah. you know, during the dating stage. You know, it, it's it's interesting that you did bring up the love languages too because I was I was talking about this with, with my with my friend and it's like she was she was making like uh, critiques of like you know like other relationships that you see around normally the ones that tend to not do so well in the long term um, and you know a lot of it was boiling down to you know they just had different communication styles and like the the main question you know at least that she was communicating with me was like why don't like people consider this before getting into the relationship like it yeah. seems like such an easy thing to do my my initial knee-jerk reaction though was like well you know like from the people we see around us from the experiences we kind of gather from 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 those we hear um you know we're all really young and i think a lot of us are still unpacking like a lot of our past like we 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 continue to do this for like the most of our lives and as we do that like we learn more about ourselves and we learn more in like one of the things we learn is like for example what kind of love languages we want or what kind of love languages that you know we're comfortable giving mm -hmm. um, and what we're not you know like the lines that we draw um so you know we we draw lines sometimes and then you know we're we're okay with crossing them some other times for the right people and i think you guys are right too like it's just a matter of trial and error <laughs> just yeah. keep trying just yeah. keep doing it and eventually you're going to meet somebody who uh, you know falls in line with with your values yeah, yeah definitely hopefully. yeah hopefully yeah. <laughs> hopefully i mean it's also important that we go through like relationships with people whether it's like like synapse and other friends that don't yeah. communicate the same way because we learn from that right exactly. like i think that's important too like and you could also like be like like it could be like a great relationship with someone who com communicates completely differently, but like you learn that right by figuring yeah. it out together. So yeah, like me and Luke, I think me and Luke have different love love languages, but we have a strong <laughs> friendship. Don't you think so, Luke? <laughs> yeah, you you definitely we definitely uh, piss each other off a little bit sometimes. Like for example, okay, like this is the perfect oh, one thanks. of my like top love out. languages is, is quality time. <laughs> Like, I like, like, one of, like, the things that, like, I think. So, okay, I have this yeah. other running joke in our group, which is, like, your love languages are the things your parents didn't do for you. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, and I personally think there's some, like, Go for it. I'm, like, analyzing uh, my childhood now. <laughs> all all this to say, one of my top languages, love languages, is quality time. And, like, I know D loves me, but he does not... Like he's not he's the type of person who doesn't need to see someone every single day. And like, you know, yeah. like I, I would like, you know, like I would be down for that. But you know we we learn to we learn to make our differences. So you're learn. clingy and he's not. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but we work. But we work and that's what's important. <laughs> uh, I feel that. Okay, so I'm gonna go in with my question now. I don't know. Like I think I think I really like the way you guys handled that. I felt like there was a lot of transparency and like openness not like that there wasn't but i could feel that and the way you guys answer that so hopefully you know you can keep this going but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh i'm just saying uh my question is okay it might be a little bit controversial but let's go let's, Play let's it see on how us. we roll let's just so see. like there's this uh i guess stereotype whatever you want to call it society puts it on women but there's this belief that you know like 
a, a girl is born and you know right from a young age like her mom's talking to her like oh you know like don't do that like you know like your husband might not like that like you know like you know you gotta you gotta behave a certain way so you can you know attract men in the future and like you know all these type of things it's like learning skills that'll help you like you know like be more attractive to men in the future. I mean, there's there's this stereotype about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and sometimes, too, you hear girls talking and it's like, oh, like, is this really all you think about, like, getting a dude <laughs> or being in a relationship or being with the boyfriend? Like, come on, like, you know, and, and, and I think, like, not even to, like, be serious about that. That's why it's, like, there's a thing for, like, you know, a career-driven woman. Like, that's why it's, like, a thing, right? Because it's, like, oh, that's... You know, not usually not like norm. what is perceived or something. And and in the men, in the male side as well, it's kind of like the opposite where like no one ever talks to like, at least for me, I can only speak for myself as well. Like, I don't think my dad or any of my male role models ever told me like, oh, don't do this. Like, you know, like, like women might find this offensive or, you know, if you do this, if you ever get married, your wife is going to run away from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or anything I like, like to, that. I like to say I like to say my mom has on many occasions chewed me out and told me that I won't find a wife for some of my actions. <laughs> shout out mom. to your mom. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly. Like, I love your mom. Out, shout out to your mom. I have not gotten any of that. <laughs> She's on a regular basis. <laughs> Arya's mom is such a sweetheart too. So like I could, I could totally see her doing that. But essentially, like how do you guys feel about like, you know, like, woman's primary goal like being to like you know get a partner or at least people trying to put that on them and like a dude's primary goal being to oh yo you need to make enough money like i feel like in in a relationship it's always you need to make enough money to be able to take care of your family like Mm -hmm. in that sense so at least for the woman side like how do you guys feel about like do you guys think that's actually like a thing like you know is that is that what like, did you get a similar experience or is it completely different? And if not, like what drives you guys? Like, what is, what is your main goal? Like, you know, also, yeah. sorry, before I oh. let anyone, I don't want to interrupt anybody, but I just got the message in the group chat. We can hear you perfectly fine. Like, you're, you're, you're <laughs> that was being too loud. She's just yelling in my ear. That's all. <laughs> we're sitting next to you. Oh, I was like, yeah, am I too loud? I get excited. No, no, you guys are fine. Um, Okay. So I guess from my personal experience, um, from my own mother, I haven't noticed any like pushing me to get married. She wants grandkids, but she doesn't really care if there's a guy involved or not. She just wants grandkids. Um, <laughs> but from my grandmother, who's um, European, Italian, very much, that is what she believes our primary goal should be. Like if we are ever, my mother and I going out, she's like, is that what you're wearing? You won't catch a guy's eye in that. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if I do. Gotta love nunnas. Oh, yeah. And God forbid and you wear ripped jeans. I do. <laughs> but, um, and she's like teaching me how to cook. Like, my first week here, she's like criticizing me about not cooking, um, which I can. I just don't like to. But she can't believe that it's the guy's responsibility to cook in a marriage. It needs to be my responsibility. Like she's trying to prep me, essentially. So it's been a big part of my like growing up, but I wouldn't think that my primary goal is to be in a relationship. It's like it's on the list, but it's not like a goal. Yeah. It's like that'd be nice, mm. but like the goal is to not die of starvation from being poor. Like that's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. And like I was gonna like you saying like you've managed to dodge that. Was that like uh, because your mom didn't like make it a big deal, or because maybe your nano? hasn't always been with you or what would you say it was like a big part of like that just not being a thing for you 
Yeah, like my clearly mom, there was uh, some effort made. My mom didn't make it a big deal. I mean, I don't know. Like, my parents are divorced, so I don't know if maybe that had anything to do with it. But even yeah, from a young age, like, they got divorced later. Like, even from a young age, she didn't push it, but she's, like, a very independent woman. Like, we Shout fix everything her. in our own house. Like, she builds things. Like, we don't you don't need a man for nothing. Like, <laughs> we do everything in the house. My brother is useless. So I don't know if, like, that's where it comes from. Like, she is her own husband at this point. <laughs> I think a lot of it goes back to just, like, gender roles in history. Like, that it's, like, like women should take care of the family and, like, cook and stuff like that. And then guys should make the money for the family. And I think as much as we've gone away from that, like, a lot of that is still embedded in our society. So it's, like, almost, like, I don't want to say out of our control, but something that's subconsciously, like, preach to us like even in commercials you'll see like targeted ads like it's it's so ingrained I found that in my own personal life I've actually had a very similar talk with my therapist recently who was like we were talking about like just marriage in general and how like in the future that's something I might possibly want but like is it because in my life it's always been assumed like my parents would always be like oh when you get married and not if you get married does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's always like something that people assume will be in your future um Mm -hmm. or like they'll assume that you'll have children which in my case like I don't want like they just it's like something that's just always assumed and never like when like it's if Mm -hmm. oh wait it's it's yeah it's always if not yeah Yeah, there we go (laughs) but like yeah I think that is why I think a lot of people think that like a woman's main goal is to you know like have a family and take care of their family and I think it's because a lot of times it's assumed Mm -hmm. um and yeah like I think like personally it's not it's not something that I like for one like I don't want children like I think it's not something that I would say is a main goal to get married and to have kids and stuff like that but again like you're talking to like three very like similar women who just want a no, good career and like yeah. we just want some liberated you know? females yeah. <laughs> yes so I don't know like again like I can't speak for everyone right so yeah I mean definitely gender roles is I guess definitely present I guess because I also come from a Italian family as well so I wouldn't say my parents are very um much on the gender role spectrum they've kind of encouraged me to always kind of do my own thing and Um, I think I've always kind of put myself before a relationship always just always like like I never thought about a boyfriend until it came to me type thing like I always was just like doing me and then you know it kind of like that kind of was my experience with it Um, but I always kind of think about like what I kind of want before I kind of think about a relationship I do know I want to get married one day one day and I do know I want children one day just because I think it's also the kind of examples you have in your own life. I think like I do kind of want a life like the people around me. Like I don't think I like I come from parents that are um, still together and a lot of our friends like their friends are still together. And there's a lot of like happy and positive relationships that I'm surrounded by. So I feel like I kind of want to also mimic that. And I do find an appreciation for like the working mom. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Like for you to work, like balance, like work and be a badass mom. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, but I think what I've kind of realized with COVID 
um, is that I think a lot of women feel very rushed to do things. Like I know my parents got married when they were 23 years old and I just turned 23 and just thinking about being married (laughs) this year is like, definitely not. Um, so I think a lot of not even women, but just people in general might just feel really rushed. Like there's always a time limit on something like, okay, got to finish university in four years. And I have to get into that master's program in this one year so I can do this. Like, you know, there's always like a time limit on that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we have to let go of those things and just let life unfold as it is. Like they're like, I always think about doctors, like doctors are in school for like 10 plus years. Like it's insane. And at the end of it, it's so rewarding. They're a doctor for crying out loud. (laughs) Like it's people just kind of, I think you should just do you. But I think what the question you're asking though, I think it's definitely a norm of the past. I think as women have gained more rights and have started to see to see more women in these roles where yes, you could be a quote unquote career woman or you can be a working mom, it's become less of a stereotype. But I definitely yeah. think I think we're maybe the last generation to kind of enforce like these things of like, oh, you need to learn how to cook because you need to cook for your husband. Like my dad cooks more than my mom does. <laughs> like it's, I think we're yeah. the last generation to kind of cut that crap. And I think, um, hopefully our children will be more, um, balanced on like the gender norm scale. Right. And I think like, you know, mom and dad will both have thriving careers and, you know, raise a wonderful family if they want to. And True. yeah. Yeah, no, like that's what's up. I, and I totally appreciate you guys' perspectives. It sounds like you guys like super li- I mean, you guys are pretty smart, like listening to like your, your podcast <laughs> and everything. But like, sounds like you're super liberated. And like, I was asking this, like, you know, in terms of gender roles, yeah. But also because like, you know, like as a dude, like, you know, you're seeing a girl or you're talking to her and you're together for like a year or a year and a half. And now she's like, oh, like are we going to get married or like, what are you trying to do with me? Or like, are you going to put a baby in me? And I'm like, yo, like, why can't we, can we just chill? (laughs) Like, like, what's like, why, like what? Like, like, you know, like in that sense, like, and Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you guys have, I guess, no, not really. You guys are, you know, fully like on yourselves and stuff, but yeah, that's like, that's something that I'm hoping, you know, more girls kind of like grow out of that personally yeah. have I like I grew up in a really small town and so we have a term that goes around like there's gold diggers is a term yeah. that everyone kind of knows right in small yeah. town rural Ontario it's called quota hunters um oh. so basically like they were a big thing in my high school I know like three quota hunters who have already gotten married and settled down at my age oh, man. and it's basically yeah. they want to meet farmers who have a lot of money to inherit from their farm and so like a girl my age she was in the middle of university, oh. like almost done university, finally met a guy whose family owned a dairy farm. He proposed and she dropped out of university. She didn't even finish. Oh my God. She was like, even yep. paying for the Yes. I, I yeah. know someone who did the exact same thing. I know someone who I was working with her. She did the exact same thing. And that was her only goal. Her only goal was to marry a rich farmer, have babies, be a stay at home mom. Like that's all she wanted from life. Yeah. I I think all I want to say about this, like, because I, I don't really One have comment. a horse. Oh, go for it. No, she's making, I think she's saying oh, that you have sorry. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry the, the, the only one thing I want to say is there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting, like, the quote-unquote nuclear family as long as you understand the, I guess, elements of your choice. Like, mm-hmm. if it's not something that's pushed onto you and it's not something that, like, you see as your only option that's messed up but if something that you choose like let's say like your life goal is literally just to have two kids 
and to have like a dog and just live in the suburbs and like raise your kids, that's perfectly fine. Like as long as you understand that that's what you want and you choose that, like all power to you. Right. But like, I think like what you guys are specifically rebuking is like when think people are pressured and there's like these societal elements as well as family elements and within their friends that kind of push them towards something that they don't necessarily want to do. And I completely agree. That's messed up. I was Um, literally just just about to say that, like, I think the whole, thing with this is that we need to give women the power to choose kind of thing and men the power to choose like I think we all are you know grant that opportunity to dictate our own lives the way we want to do it yeah no absolutely I think I think that's really it like I'm kind of with Haley there like I don't want to have kids I probably don't want to get married but it's like oh like how am I gonna navigate my whole dating life then like am I (laughs) never gonna date like like you know what I mean like I'm in a confused spot like Am I gonna always have to disclose like? Oh, I don't know, yeah, Dee, if you uh, if if, if <laughs> that one chick we saw at the business conference, you know, becomes available, I don't know, I don't know if you'll keep that same energy. <laughs> well, she d- did. You really think she was gonna play piano for me at six a.m. every day as my alarm? Hey, okay. you, you, you know, I if she's willing, story. If she's willing. To, <laughs> wait, okay, wait. You the know, backup story. Like, though, women have. A timeline. That's probably why. Yeah, that, that's that true. Girls are like yeah. rushing it. Touch on that. Girls Speak on that, please. Timeline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're really, you really should not be having kids after 40. And I think that's another thing too. Yeah. Like, and that's yes, why a lot of women options. might be rushing, rushing it. Yeah. yeah. There are options, hmm. but you know, I think there's a lot of women value having their own kids and birthing their own children. Mm-hmm. But yeah, def- true, Haley. I did not think of that very actually. True, very true. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I've I've definitely had like women tell me like the reason they want to have kids is because it's like they they're like I am not giving up any more of my time like this needs to happen, bro. But it's more okay, twenty, bro. Mind, like, <laughs> what are you saying? Like if someone's if someone's saying that to you at this age is like that's Run. I don't know Run. if that's like one hundred percent legitimate. Hey, look what you think I did then. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man. I was, like, shout out to Arya, man. You know, it's fucking run. <laughs> but um, I don't know if Luke is trying to give backstory to the piano lady, but like, yeah, and I just be having like wild things. We can, we can, we. The only reason it was interesting was because, like, up to this point, me and Dee's entire relationship, and I'd known him for about like two and a half years at that point, he was always like, I will never like, he was like, he was pretty much at that point. Like I will never like date a girl long-term. And anyway, we go to like this big pitch, like competition thing. And we're just like in attendance. And we're listening to a lot of like business uh, people speak. And by the way, D you can, you can clarify if, if I'm talking bullshit after this, but um, <laughs> we're, we're hearing a lot of like these uh, business people speak. And then this one woman comes up and she's like, Oh, who is she though? Like you need to see if context. Oh, she's, she's, she's boss shit for sure. For sure. Like she's talking owns about like a like, multi-million dollar company. Like, owns a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. She okay. uh, plays the grand piano in the mornings, like plays multiple instruments. She hosts like a dinner club where she discusses with a lot of like um, multinational people about like equality and gender equality and stuff like that. She, basically she do, she's on her bag and she does a lot of shit. And I just remember like literally I turned to D and he looks at me and he's like, I might have to marry this woman specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she, she ticked all the boxes. And She's I was like, yeah, yeah, like you never see thing, this. The, I didn't know there were boxes before this moment. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know fair this enough. was an option. Fair enough. <laughs> That's but yeah, hilarious. No, that, was really, that was really that. Yeah, this reminds yeah. me of that um, time, D, you asked out that one chick with like three master's degrees. 
<laughs> of the park. <laughs> we're, we're starting to see a trend, yo. These into the intellectuals. Ambitious women. <laughs> yo, no, really, yeah. Like I'm, like I'm not, I'm not with you. Like if you're trying to, like, oh, like, oh, get with me because I have an inherit. Like, no, like I, I'd hope, like you could, you know, hopefully sort out yourself, and I'd be able to support you or. You know, be you know what I mean? Like, just be able to hold your own. But yeah, shout out to Ari. I totally forgot about yeah. that. You put the battery on my back that day. That was there you fun. Go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was fun. But yeah, no, shout out to shout out to uh, educated and like women. Well, shout out to women in general. I'm not gonna even <laughs> be specific. Shout out to women. Uh, okay, uh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Shit, all right. Uh, we'll, let's see. Another question okay. I got. Oh, go. Oh, go for it. Okay, I was going to be like, another question I got is uh, jokes. Okay, so, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I got to touch on this, man. Because it's like, especially, like, and, and, and I think this applies more in male-female friend friendships. And, like, I've listened to you guys' podcast, and I think all of you have friends of the opposite sex, if I'm correct. Uh, mm-hmm. so like uh so I, I don't know let's see if this applies so in that dynamic so we're cool we're friends like you know me or i hope you do or you know you have a good idea of me and like you know you see something and and you make a joke and yes the joke is misogynistic okay but you know me you know i'm not misogynistic you know i respect a woman okay mm-hmm. and i respect you as a woman but this is a joke Okay, so like, and and like, you know, I've been in situations where this, you know, it just like, <laughs> thankfully, like I haven't lost any friends, but you know, I have been like very close. And like, I do, like, I will acknowledge, like I do sometimes toe the line, like, but like, <laughs> like I wanna like, I don't know if it's towing the line, right? It's perspective. Like for some people it's like, oh, like I know you're, you're an idiot. And then for some people it's like, Oh my gosh, like, do you know what women go through? Like, how dare you even speak about this? Like, you know, so like where, so my question is, where is the line? Like, and this is, and keep in mind, so this is not strangers. Like I would never like, you know, like make a joke. Like, I don't expect you to know me or know anything about me. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm talking in like friendship circles. So I'm trying to make this a little bit more specific. Where do females draw the line between joking and misogyny or misogynistic like you know in that sense so i don't know if you guys have had any experiences with this what are your thoughts but yeah um okay for me like the line with a friend i know well is if it's a trend Wait, what do you mean if a friend a, you know well like, like a friend who a i know quick, for a while and i can i can I okay. tell their personality like i don't just i didn't just meet them you know is there um, a benchmark like two years no i think it's just, like, it's, just it's person for person like it's Joke for joke it's how comfortable we feel around each other, I think. It's different for everybody. Um, okay. But for me, I think the, it's when it's a trend. If it's a trend of misogynistic jokes and it's happening mm. a lot, there's maybe a little something that you should look into behind it. I mean, I never had a guy friend who made a lot of jokes um, that made me question it. I think another thing that is a line is um, subject matter. Like, mm. if you're telling your friend who's a girl who happens to be in the kitchen anyways, like – make me a sandwich while you're in there. Isn't that your job? Like that's not that bad. Like it's, it's funny in context sometimes. What I just said right now wasn't actually funny, but you can make it funny. But See, <laughs> I, I, I take personal offense to that joke. Cause it's just so uncreative. I like, really man, if you're, if you're going to make a misogynistic joke, like at least, funny. at least make it funny. Yeah. At like, least no make it funny. No. 
But no, I feel that though. But you know, like that subject matter of, right, like women in the kitchen, um, things like that. Whereas there are just some top subjects you just don't touch on for women because they're just a little too bad. Um, Like for our comedian um, podcast episode, a comedian was being introduced. She's a woman and she's being introduced by a male. And he said, we're so happy this comedian isn't being raped in an alley right now. Here she is. Like, that's not oh. a cool joke. That's not even a joke. That's probably, yeah, like, that's what could funny. happen if she walks home by herself. Like, wow. Yeah. That's so it's, I think that there are lines about certain subject matter that you just don't joke about with women, even if you are much better at making jokes than I am. <laughs> like, there's just certain things, like, that you just don't cross the line on. So I rape is definitely one of them. Rape is off the table. Off rape, table. Off that's the probably table. my only limit, yeah. Okay. Unless yeah. that's it. Not genocide. That's your only limit? I have more. <laughs> really? I feel uh, like it's so hard uh, to draw a line because, like, it's so unclear because everyone takes offense to different things based on their experiences. Mm. Like, I think even, like, it depends on your friends, eh? Like, if you make a joke with your friend and, like, she could – be offended by it but you could say to someone another friend and they won't be offended by it like it's yeah. like jokes hit with some people and they don't want with like no matter what kind of joke it is right yeah. like know your audience yeah know your <laughs> audience before you tell your joke man <laughs> like that, that is the that is the golden rule to stand up by the way if i don't know if anyone knew but yeah that is the actual golden rule to stand up like know your audience okay. know, know your, your audience. audience yeah mm-hmm. i think the actual golden rule to stand up is never apologize no uh, I think I've heard that. well, yeah. I think. Okay, okay, I don't. I think the issue here is golden. I don't know if any okay. of the rules are golden, okay. but <laughs> there are a couple. Of- no, I okay. I guess like the the yeah, like I I think like if you know someone close like well enough, and you make a joke, you're making that joke with the confidence that it's not going to offend them because you know them. And if it comes off offensive, then you know, and you're never going to make that joke again, yeah, right? Like if there's someone true. who's important to you. No, yeah, like I've, I think like the only reason we're bringing this up is because like our group of friends specifically, we're shit disturbers and we love arguing with each other. We do. So like D will make like statements and he'll just like, no, he knows he's going to get yelled at, but he's like, fully, <laughs> like he's fully anticipating. <laughs> no, that is true. Like I'm, I'm the friend that will be like, okay, I know this is your button and I'm going to tell you that I'm pushing your button. And I want to see if, like, I'm telling you I'm pushing your button. Like, I do, I almost, and you guys can be my, like, I will tell you, I'll be like, yo, I'm about to do this. And then I do it. And then you go off on me. And I'm like, yo, I won. Yeah, like, and and then I will be like, I won. And then you're going off on me, like, like, even more. And I'm like, wait, wait, okay, okay, no, okay, back. Because you're pushing the button. Yeah, bro. expect to happen? consequences when you push the button. I, I, I like I prepared Wait, hey, Haley, you. This does something for a reason. <laughs> I push buttons but I, too, so I can't even. <laughs> I don't have a comment either. <laughs> I don't even warn people. I'll just go in there. <laughs> like I even try to warn them. Like I'll warn you, and then I'll do it, and then you still go off on me. I'm like, what's wrong with? But you way? can't expect them to not get offended because yeah. you know you're saying something to offend them. <laughs> even after I've said I'm saying yes. this. To oh no! Like 100%. outside the context 100%. of the conversation. No, I was going to say, like, if you tell someone, like, oh, I know this pisses you off, so I'm going to say it, that should honestly piss them off more. <laughs> but wait, I'm in not the trying to be offensive, that... but, like, here. No, but offensive. we're friends. <laughs> no, but I think he's saying, like, he's saying it in specific contexts. Like, he's not going to, like, push a button with someone he doesn't know, right? True. Yeah, well, that's, that's the but... thing. 
Yeah, I, right. I don't know your button, right? So, okay. So, um, you know, it is getting a little bit late. So, I think like we were gonna cover a couple more topics, but before then, like, do you guys have anything you want to specifically talk about? Like, let's get to some of that. Hmm. I did um, have an I opinion mean, on this joke, this misogyny and joke thing, though. Okay. Just because I do have a friend who Grace and Haley both know, who is pretty much Noah, who's pretty much oh, yeah. Noah. <laughs> yeah. No topic Noah. is off limits. Like he actually is, I think he's an aspiring comedian. So like he, he does very, ta- he, they're tasteful jokes, but he'll often tell me like, Oh, you silly bitch. And like that kind of stuff. Like he'll, <laughs> He's like that. And for me, it's like, I don't care. And even just knowing him and learning more about the comedy atmosphere, I take, I think less offense to even comedians who are male who might make misogynist jokes because Mm -hmm. I think I have a basic level of understanding of comedy, I guess, like, like, I guess like, um, I don't want to sound like a snob here. I'm not a snob (laughs) at all. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, Yeah, even just, just like an understanding. Point. I get the point about mm-hmm. why they're making that joke and why yeah. it's supposed to yeah. be funny kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, like Grace said, I guess there are limits. For me, I guess my only limit, the only one I can think of right now is rape. That's the biggest limit because I just don't think that's funny at all. I don't think it's funny at all even when, when men make a joke about it because sometimes – because women – are closer to the topic. Not that men aren't men do get raped and that's something that's something that does need to be addressed. But women, um, do are, are very close to the topic. Like we did uh, talk about a comedian. I forget her name, Haley. What was her name that made that rape, um, kind of joke. She oh, was talking about, yeah. yeah, what's her name? She, anyway, she was talking about like finding hostels in Europe and like, which one am I most likely not to get raped in? And it was for mm. us, it was funny. I don't know. You guys would find it funny. I thought it was like, haha, like, true but yeah that's just about my only limit but I don't know do you guys have any other like questions that you guys wanted to like touch on Grace and Haley um, or anyone <laughs> um I mean I think that we covered pretty much everything I mean I think I spewed out all of my opinions tonight yeah <laughs> you know, I think also though that, like sorry. sorry no no sorry sorry <laughs> I think also though like a lot of times in comedy, these jokes are coming from a place of, like, they know it's an issue, you know? Mm-hmm. And unless you know the person who's making the joke and you know they truly mean, the, like, the joke in a mean way, it's usually because they're aware of the issue and they're, like, bringing light to it. And it's almost coming from a place of, like, hey, like, it's so rooted in our society. This is actually, like, it's yeah. a joke because it's kind of true. Like, it's been mm-hmm. true. Mm. And I think- That's me. I think it's important to also think about who the joke is coming from. Yeah, absolutely. I've whenever I like consume comedy and things like that, I'm always paying attention to context, and I'm pretty sure everyone else is too. Like context is one of the biggest things, and the thing about comedy is that it's not always explicit. A lot of it is just through either body language or they expect you to know the content because of the person that they are, if they're a big enough celebrity or, you know, if you if you know them, you know, like, for example, like you mentioned, you know, like you knew that girl who made like uh, like a rape joke, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you know, that was a bit of a gray area, right? Like, for example, like boys, like Lauren messaged our group chat and was like, (laughs) if hey, guys, like if I take a ride share, like, am I going to get sex traffic? Like that was her joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that was that was today. That was today. That was literally today. Yeah, yeah, that was today. And like you know, we played along with the joke, you know, because we know she's joking. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. you know. But I can totally see how, for example, like if she just brought up the fact that she wanted to do 
a ride share. Like one of the dudes in the group chat was like, oh, careful, you don't get sex traffic. Like that would be kind of <laughs> weird, right? I, I yeah. I think that's still kind of an okay joke though. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I would laugh. laugh. I probably would laugh too, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I, I think in the right context. Yeah. In the right context. Yeah. But I think what we're all discussing here is like there are certain jokes where like if said – even in the right context, they're still going to be offensive. Definitely. Right? And, like, those are probably things that you want to, like, lean off of, right? Like, absolutely. Like, for example, like, this is probably a bad example. I just want to, like, forward this right now because I'm kind of <laughs> lit. But, like, for example, I don't talk about, like, like certain races with my dad because I know, like, you know, he was brought up literally in a farm in like the middle of nowhere, China. He did not have access to the internet. He did not have access to the TV and he only had access to a lot of propaganda. So, you know, like if I bring up certain races with them, he's going to have some like offensive hot takes about them. And he's going to be very upset. And like, I know mm-hmm. to avoid those things, right? Because that it's part. offensive to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That part. Yeah, that, part. Um, that part. So I guess, okay. If you guys don't have any specific things you want to talk about, last chance. No, I don't think so. I'm enjoying it. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I got um, one more. I got one more. Go for it. Okay. Let's keep her going. Okay. How important is height? <laughs> that, that, is, that, is, that is the last one. Wait. So wait. I guess one of the reasons why we wanted to bring up this topic specifically is because, like, I, in our perspective, height is one of the most important physical attributes. Yeah. Not, not like let's remove like all personality. I, I know this is kind of like weird, but like let's remove all personality from both sexes, right? For for guys, I, I would say one of the most important attributes is height. But you know that's something like we can't control at all, right? Like yeah. we can't control our height. Whereas you know stereotypically, a lot of the things that um, guys might look for. Um, well okay listen listen this is luke's question all right please okay i think luke what you're trying to get are you is the point that you're trying to boil it down to is that you know a lot of the things that you know women trope guys over like they can't control like for example let's, height, like, you know versus, what you know what let's start versus versus yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. let's stop okay. there let's just okay. let's let's just okay. start with the height thing is okay. is height <laughs> is, is height genuinely an important <laughs> <laughs> listen bro I'm, I'm listen i'm not lit enough to not check myself luke, i'm bringing please. myself Luke, the bike doesn't move if you keep backpedaling. Uh, I'm checking myself. I'm checking myself. <laughs> well, sometimes, Aria, the bike is going to move no, off a cliff. No, so, you know, you no, check yourself just, there. If you backpedal, it just goes. All right, nah, fuck it. Let's go. Honestly, I feel like you should just go for it. No, okay. So, okay. I guess the context of this is like, you know, like we were trying to, like, we were talking about how height is really important from a female's perspective in terms of deciding the physical attributes of a guy, right? Mm -hmm. So when the three of us were talking, we were talking about what is the equivalent of that for guys? Is that like, for example, nice tits and a nice ass? And in in some contexts it is, but I think the more comparable context is like weight, right? Okay. So so that's that's like the context that we kind of came to the conclusion of. And I guess the question is, 
I, I'm actually not sure what the question is. Boys. I mean, like, I just want to know, like, how important yeah. is like a tall dude to girls? Like, why is yeah. it important? If anything, like, what does what does a tall guy like? What does that tell you? So, guys? Like, if like you know, like, I don't know. Just expantiate yeah. on that. It, okay, is, is, like, let's just start too. with like, know. is is height an important like factor? I kind of we, we might just be wrong. Right? This is going great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we actually talked about this one last night, just kind of like we went over all the questions okay. and then I kind of talked about them. Um, so me and Vonda are the same height. I think we're both 5'8". Um, and little old Haley here is 5'2". Hey. So <laughs> for Vonda and I, we've both discussed that height's important for us and we okay. have like looked into it. And like the biggest reason is if I'm taller than the guy that I'm with, I feel like not as feminine. I yes. feel like you should change my name to like Helga, throw me in some Viking armor <laughs> and like shit me off. Like I feel much more masculine and I don't like it. Like I want to feel feminine. So if a guy is smaller than me, I don't feel that. Whereas you had a, a different Dude, opinion. I've never dated a tall guy <laughs> <laughs> because I'm 5'2". Like the tallest guy I've ever dated is like 5'8". I don't even know what it's like to want like I don't know I don't understand at all why girls want to date taller men because I'm not tall like I have no idea why like I don't get it thanks <laughs> mm. for you you know well I mean <laughs> <laughs> Height is out of my control too. Um, so I don't know. Like, I can't really speak for this because I don't understand it. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. Just like how you guys said heights out of our control too. And I think like, I totally sympathize. Like that's like one of the shittiest things I think that women do is saying like, Oh, if he's not six feet, then fuck that. Like that's one of the shittiest things. That's so bad. I don't think it's shitty by the way. You don't? Okay. I don't think it's shitty personally. How tall are you? No, I don't think it's shitty because I think it's just a Luke, how tall are you? I'm I'm like I'm five eleven. Okay, okay, hold on. Can I can so I like say five like, nine? I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't lie, okay? Okay, I do lie on dating profiles. I say I'm six foot on dating profiles, Shots. but in reality I'm five eleven. If, if I could if I could say to you, like I'm the shortest guy here, right? And it's like I don't think it's like that big of a deal either if a girl's not attracted to a short dude. Because, uh, you know, I, th- I think there's enough guys and girls to go around that you can get your preference. Definitely. Wait, yeah. like my whole thing is like the whole height thing. Like that's not offensive to me because that's just a preference. Like I feel like yeah. if you say and if the general consensus is that, you know, that's like saying the general consensus of guys saying like, oh, hey, we like girls with nice asses. Like that's is that offensive? Probably. But. You know, it's also just a preference as well. It's a general consensus preference, but it's also just a preference, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't personally think that's, like, offensive. Sorry, I think, I think I the, the height thing honestly says more about us as females than it does about, like, us asking does for it? it in a guy. Because it is. It's my, it's my own personal hang-up that I feel mm-hmm. less feminine when I'm taller or as tall as the guy I'm with. I've known, I know lots of girls who are with boyfriends who are shorter than them, and they don't care. It's, mm-hmm. they feel fine. They feel mm-hmm. the same. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a, a personal hang up. Like it's me about myself. It's not like a projection on the guy. Okay. I'm going to take think it's something you should be ashamed of either. Like we're like girls, like, you know, who, who like that is, you know, like you said, it's a preference. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I wouldn't even consider it a personal hang up. Right. It's like, it's, it's not holding you back. You're just kind of realizing what you like. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, 
So I've been pretty much tall my entire life. Like even like when I was in my kindergarten class, I was the tallest kid. Like I'm, and I'm five foot nine now. So I'm a tall, I guess for a woman, a tall woman, I guess. And I've always kind of been really apologetic about my height and kind of inc- insecure about it too, because I've always been on the taller end. Like I, I rarely meet women that are my height, except for like Grace. And I think one of my best friends, she's five foot three. We, we literally look like mother and daughter when we go out. Like it's, it's funny. So for me, it's in, I'm insecure about it in a way. So like, I always want a guy who's taller than me so I can feel like cute. <laughs> like, so I can feel like dainty and like small for once. Right. Cause even like my posture is so shitty. Cause I'm always trying to like, kind of get down to like a normal person's height. For me, it's totally my own insecurity. I cannot deal with someone being shorter than me. I, I went to prom with the guy who was, I think he was five foot eight or five foot nine actually. So he wasn't taller than me and I wore flats. Like I wore like a nice, like I'd not wear heels for the reason that I did not want to be taller than my date. And obviously I was okay with going with him. He was my friend and all, but like, I think in a relationship, I want the guy always to be taller than me just because it's my own insecurity. Mm-hmm. So Do you think I it's also what... like a safety, like a protection? I'm like smaller. Yeah, like that's, a, that's it. I feel no, like. No, I feel like I can protective. handle myself. I mean, my last boyfriend, I think I was tougher than him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have gotten him out of so a few scrapes, shots. but. <laughs> It's not a safety thing Boss. for me. It's just like a feminine thing. I, I, Boss I, up. I have a really super honest question. Yeah. I have a really super honest because we're talking about like, oh, like you want, like you want to feel dainty. You want to feel feminine. Is this considered toxic femininity? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Definitely. So in, like, is it okay in this case? Is it no. acceptable so, in this case? Okay. No, it, should, um, it, shouldn't, not, it shouldn't be okay. Why not though? Why I mean, not? I think it's not like damaging. Yeah. I think it's like if it's if you found a guy like you are pretty sure he's the one and you're denying yourself being with him because he's an inch shorter than you, then it's toxic and damaging. Mm-hmm. But if I mean in my case, like I'm not dating anyone anyway, so I mean it's really not <laughs> affecting me right now at all. Yeah, I think okay. there's nothing with wrong with feeling feminine because feeling feminine is not a, yeah a bad trait, toxic. and it's an identity yeah. that people want to assume, right? Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you guys. And like, I guess yeah. to, to, to round at least this question off, I think the, the main reason I, I brought it up and Luke was trying to like, you know, talk about it in his little preamble <laughs> about how females talk about things or at least refer to like, you can't, there's no surgery you can do to, you know, fix your height. There and is. Like, I'm not. I'm, there, uh, is. there is in China. There is. There is. There is. But it's. it's <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna, my, so my buddy's, my buddy's about to go to med school and he wants to go into plastic surgery. So he's telling me about this, but there is a surgery where. Isn't that kind of a diss, bro? What? He's like, Aria, specifically you. I need to tell you. No, Luke, no, that's toxic. I know it is. That's, well, that was my intention. No, no, I, I, I brought it up to him. I that's so funny. Yeah, but I was, I was picking his brain and I was asking okay. him. It's like, yeah. So this, there's an operation that actually exists where they where they where they cut out a chunk of your the bone in your leg. Okay. Um, oh. And then they extend it. But but oh. there's so many intricate um, like nerves and arteries in that specific area of your leg that it doesn't heal properly and you oh. won't actually be able to walk properly. Like there's oh. been people who have actually gone I, and they've never been able to actually run again. That's they've awful. only been able to like slowly walk. I was going to say I was on board for that because 
like my sister, my mom, and all of my exes had made fun of me for this, and it's probably true. But they say like I'm seventy percent torso and thirty percent legs. <laughs> so I mean, like oh you God. know, I'm low key down for that. Like I'm I'm down to extend my legs, but you know, I, I gotta be able to run. <laughs> wow. Okay. Maybe the next deep three years, the human torso. It's <laughs> uh, terrifying. Adding to my adding to my list of things I'm gonna start noticing now. From now. Yeah, like what? Like I've never really thought about that. Like what, Luke? Wow. Oh, guys, maybe I should have said it. Yeah, you really should have. Next time we go swimming, I'm paying attention. What? Oh man, no, nah, they're gonna they're about to start rolling in, my guy. Watch I out. actually have a question for you guys. Does okay. height matter for you? Like, do you guys prefer smaller girls or tall women, even if you are taller than them? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I'll, I'll say, first. I'll say this. Like, I've always said it doesn't matter, but my most recent partner was my height. Mm-hmm. And it was like a little bit more of like, okay, it didn't matter, but it was like an adjustment because all the previous partners I have were like shorter than me and like pretty significantly. So like, I remember like sleeping with her and like I was like, oh shit, like You're right there. Her. Yeah, like you're like actually like like wait, like your legs are like extending. Like I was like, what? They keep but, going. All this to say, like it, it was more of an adjustment, but like I didn't really care about it. Like What if she was taller than you? No. Like I think okay, I, I, I I'm gonna speak for myself, but from my perspective, the most insecurities guys have about girls being taller than them is that the girls mind. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, okay. from my perspective, mm-hmm. but, like, no, I personally I think, okay, but, again, like, let me let me expand my thought. You can disagree afterwards, but, like, <laughs> my <laughs> my whole thing is, like, I feel like I, like, you know, me and Haley, we came from a school that's, like, most guys are pretty short. They're like, all Asian. I can't lie. They're all Asian, like, 98% Asian. So, like, I've had a number of friends um, from the rugby team that I've talked to, and they're always, like, Matt, I gotta like date a girl that's shorter than me because she's gonna like leave me because like, <laughs> <laughs> like they they, oh they like okay you're Fair enough, absolutely it comes from the guys' insecurities mm-hmm. but they are they're thinking about the fact that the they the girls will care that they're taller mm-hmm. than the guy so that's like I guess that's the perspective I'm coming from mm-hmm. it does still stem from the male's insecurity but their concern is that the girl the the girl's gonna care that they're taller than the guy and thus is gonna create problems. I, right, I don't know. Yeah, the, the my disagreement comes to the fact that I'm pretty sure, like most dudes, like are more worried about what other people think than what the girl thinks. Okay, like that's 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 Re- like oh. that's just at a very basic level. That's my disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and obviously, like I think it's just our experiences that that cause this difference in opinion. But I mean, okay, from my perspective, right? Like, okay, yeah, I'm uh, sure I'm a pretty short dude, you know, for like as far as well. Okay, and I'm not even like like I'm like you're sure, not sure. I'm average. You're actually I'm average. average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah, I'm yeah. average, right? But it's like okay, the jokes still like pour down to me. Like, I still get the jokes. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as like on a societal level, uh, sure, I'm short. I've like made my peace with it or whatever. I don't really like hold anything against myself, and I have been involved with like women like taller than me, my height, and shorter than me, and I've had positive negative and neutral experiences with all three so mm-hmm. for me i don't really see a reason to i guess change my course of action because like things are going pretty normal the fact that i don't think about it the fact that you know i, I don't let it get to me because there's no reason to and you know 
sure yeah like there's some you know falling outs that happen but to be honest like if i was like if i was tall shit wouldn't be perfect either right so it's just i roll with the punches and it's a part of life that's that's kind of the way i approach it man aria i would say for your specific individual like situation it's not so much about the height it's about the individual and like how they treat like the relationship sphere because like i i do personally feel like you know like just because you're taller doesn't mean you have to be toxic about it, right? Like, yeah, I do. I've been I've been in relationships with with girls who who were taller than me and who made it made it a point to like point it out, point it out, <laughs> right? And I was did, like, they, did they did they call you little man? <laughs> no, she she called me her shorty, and I was like, bro, like that's that's I kind of know, a, bro. I was that's like, awful. That's I was like, that's kind of an <laughs> L, but Holy like, fuck. whatever. You you know, like whatever. You know, oh, so, shit. I love that. I really do. You know, it's. It, but here's the thing, right? Like, I, sure, I can, I can laugh at myself, but I know a lot of guys can't, right? And it's yeah. like, if you know, like, I would be remiss if I didn't at least like mention like that. Okay, if you know, we don't at least address it. Like, if you just continue doing this to dudes, like some dude's gonna like take it in a really bad way, True. and he's gonna project that. You know, like I, I make it like a, a, a goal of mine to not project these things because like it doesn't matter. But there's a lot of guys out there who don't do that. Right. And those are the dudes we look at as toxic and who like abuse and like do all this other fuck shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I was going to oh, yeah, I was going to say for me. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Well, I'm, I'm six, but uh, and no, I'm six, six. Like, no, no, not five, <laughs> eleven, not six, one. But I don't. Have I been with a girl taller than me? No, I've been with a girl like around my height. And like, it wasn't that big a deal. Like, I don't really care. Like, I don't really have a preference either. And if anything, this might be a little bit toxic. But like, if you're taller than me, like, I think, like, I did a thing. Like, if you're with me, like, it's like, yo, oh. like, you, know, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's kind of how I'm wired. I don't know if that's toxic or not. But, like, like if anything, it wouldn't even bother me. It would be, like, a boost. And, like, when I'm walking around, I'm like, yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, at least my take on that. You climbed the beanstalk, eh? <laughs> bro, I, that, that fucking resonates. Facts, bro. It's, like, it's kind of, like, it's, it's like, oh, sick. Like, I, I snagged the taller chick. And, like... Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Listen, she's man. not bothered by it. And all yeah. this to say, like, shout out to all the tall girls out there. Y'all shout are beautiful. Yep. Everyone is beautiful. It just matters about preference, yo. And, like, and shout out to my short kings, too. Shout out to the short kings. <laughs> you guys are kings. Shout out Still. to the short kings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was going to say, you know, like, we usually end off our podcast by plugging some content that we really like so Mm. i guess giving some background to our whole brand like the podcast um is a like in this overarching brand and it's all about creativity for us so we really want to like express a lot of like different like music food arts um shows like just really like put people onto a lot of creative things because from our perspective creative like elements and the things they produce is what connects people as a general, right? Um, so is there anything that you guys have been watching, listening, um, maybe like just consuming in general that you guys want to plug? 
If you guys don't, maybe we can start and then maybe we can go on to you guys. Yeah. I was good. just going to say, oh, sorry. I was going to say like, our, we have this thing on our podcast, on our social media mm-hmm. podcast called Feature Friday. So where we like feature like. <laughs> oh, man. <a> <laughs> I, I, I thought like that was like original. <laughs> we started doing that on Instagram. We started doing that. I thought that was original. Yeah. So like we'll like feature like, well, it's more like female owned and operated businesses. And so far Absolutely. we just been reaching out to like any recommendations that people have just recommended to us on our podcast and um we've gotten some pretty good ones so far like it's been really successful and we're really happy to do it obviously i'll just plug the one that we did this week um it was called the basket club and it was just it's a company based out of bond where they create like gift baskets but the really cool thing about their business is that they um donate a portion of their proceeds to charity um so yeah yeah, really. Yeah, like, shout uh, the, yeah. So yeah, shout out to them. Um, some other ones we did are like uh, this girl who does um, crocheting. She like, like crochet yeah. like um, tops and other things. And Grace's Madame aunt crochet. makes the best ever. They're like these <laughs> bags. I'm obsessed with mine. Um, we featured her. There's a lot of creative individuals out there. So like, I really like the segment Yo. of the podcast where you kind of give a shout out to people. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> Um, I'll keep the theme going with like female based things. Um, I'm super into like music, like specifically like punk and things like that. And I'm like on a huge all female punk band kick for the past like year. Um, So I think like some people that they should check out are like Thick, who is based out of Brooklyn, Um, Dream Wife, whose shirt I'm wearing, who is based out (laughs) of, I think like. Norway, like I don't know where they're, they're from. Europe, Yo, somewhere. shout out to Norway. Shout out to Norway, <laughs> they are like fantastic. And they tour here a lot. Um, and Mommy Long Legs is another great one to check out. I like the name. Sweet. <laughs> I feel like I need to come up with something now. My brain is empty. Yeah, it doesn't have to okay. be music. It could you be know like what? a like, show can... or something. Well, you guys go first. Okay. Maybe you can think about it. And we can circle back. Um, so Ari and I watched this amazing movie last Saturday mm. called Beautiful. Um, Another Beautiful. Round. So for everyone who's stuck in quarantine right now, you know, it's actually, first of all, it's a Danish film. So be ready to read subtitles. Talk, like, just suck Elster, it, just suck Denmark. It up. <laughs> also, wait, like, before we get there, like, Danish words are crazy, are crazy. Like, bro, they, uh, uh, the subtitles, like... I drank. And then the Danish word is like a 12 letter word. That's like D U K I K K K Z five. Like it's like, it's crazy. But then like they, they pronounce it in like one syllable. Um, but another round, um, featuring Bass Nicholson for those who are stuck in quarantine. Uh, it is a, a a by the way, also, if I haven't given a shout out to Hannibal yet, that's literally my favorite show. (laughs) Go watch it. Um, but on uh, What a Life uh, slash Another Round, it's an amazing movie. I think for all of us mm-hmm. who are stuck in quarantine, we're all feeling a little bit down. But What a Life is a celebration of life in its fullness, you know, um, in all aspects. The sorrows, the the very like hard tr- trials that kind of come with life, but also the beauty of it, you know, what those trials and tribulations kind of result in. and the payoffs they can kind of represent and also expert acting. It's a movie that really doesn't feed you any information or expects you to pay attention and really read the kind of cues that are going on. Um, With that, I want to give a shout out to the end song and the band who made that song. Like, Holy fuck. Like this ending, like four minute segment, like 
it, it cured my depression, bro. I, I was feeling I was feeling very down before watching this movie, but this four minute section, the soundtrack, and the brand Scarlet Pleasure, which is Scarlet Pleasure, which is a Danish brand, but they do make songs in English. So give them a check as well. If you're looking for specific shout outs, I would listen to Limbo or um, What a Life or Deja Vu. Those are my plugs. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. D, D, you can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I didn't have anything now, so I was like, Arya, you okay, go. Okay, okay. Uh, no, that's fine. I can go. That's fine. I can yeah. go. Also, what I said earlier, like the, like, I, that's actually like it, like, that's just Danish for like, I like, thanks. I love Denmark. That's all I, that's all I know in Danish. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at you. Call, did, you, did, you did you go on exchange in Europe, oh bro? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did, did you, you go on exchange? <laughs> you're all about it? <laughs> um, no, I just tried to interject a little bit there, but no, I, that was an amazing movie. I'm glad you brought it up. I guess, um, I, I usually only give music recommendations. Like music's my, I don't, <laughs> music's more of my Because you don't read. Because uh, yeah. I read really, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But so I don't know. I brought, I brought up Ray Khalil in like one of our first episodes. But here's the thing with Ray Khalil, I love her. I just didn't know if she was going to be consistent, you know? But she has won me over. I am fully aboard the bandwagon. Ray Khalil for the win. She, I'm a fan for life. Way down. If you have not listened to Way Down, go listen to Way Down. That's 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 kind of all I have to say about Ray Khalil. She's won me over. Um, and then the rest of the songs, I we put it on our Friday feature feature better than I imagined, which was her and. I don't know one other artist. I forget what her name was. But uh, DJ is produced by um, Robert Glasper is the producer yeah. and the pianist on the track. That one's an yeah. amazing, amazing song. Love it so much. Um, and I think some like I think her name is yeah, Michelle, it's but Michelle. it's not spelled Michelle. No, yeah, it's M E S H E L L. And then I don't know how to right. pronounce her last name, so I'd rather not butcher it. Is that spelled Michelle though? Michelle, <laughs> Michelle. I don't know. Anyways, um, and then I have two more songs. One of them has yeah. One of them has a, a woman on it. We're sticking with the woman theme. Um, D Smoke, who is actually also on the same competition. Ooh, as, I heard. I know as, the track. Uh, you know the track. Real Body, right? With Ari Lennox. Yeah, yeah. That was such a good song, bro. Um, no, that was that was a really good track because I love Ari Lennox and like Luke. No, Luke loves Ari you Lennox do. too. Like we we both like love Ari Lennox so much. If, if then, anyone listens to this podcast, they know you love Ari Lennox, don't worry. Bro. <laughs> she is incredible. Um, and then the last one is Gang Signs by Freddie Gibbs and Schoolboy Q. Such <laughs> <laughs> a good song. Uh, <laughs> a mixed bag. Yeah, mixed bag. <laughs> Anyways, th- that's been my repeat for the past week. So those are my suggestions. And then, yeah, to be honest, I have not really... Been, it's been a busy week, so I haven't Wait, really had sorry. time to watch TV. <laughs> sorry, I do have one other plug. Um, I have a plug for an article actually oh. it's called salt fat and defeat oh. <laughs> so it's like a playoff salt af salt fat acid heat, heat which is like a netflix um like show mm. which i love by the way would recommend that show as well <laughs> um but this article is specifically talking about how the pandemic has impacted the food industry and all of our listeners know you know i'm very passionate about food and the things it does for the human race i personally feel like that's one of the major factors about why you know we're alive Mm -hmm. and why we continue to live Uh, i think food connects us so if you care about the restaurant industry if you care about food please give it a listen and internalize it a little bit that's all i'll say about it 
Okay, uh, I, I didn't have any plugs, so I'm going to do like a lazy plug. Uh, <laughs> I think the only other podcast I listened to was you guys' podcast. Yay! And like, I enjoyed it. So <laughs> people check out Chick Chat. Like, it's, you know, it's the name is Chick Chat, but like they, they talk about some pretty cool stuff and they have really cool opinions. So you guys give them a listen. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, I get it now. Okay, the C, the C oh my God. Look at is supposed to be for the end of check. Okay, that makes so much sense. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Took him the whole podcast. The whole he's, he's been thinking about this ever since. Like, podcast has been what's been on my mind. I was like, wait, I thought it was saying it right. Okay, cool. Perfect. I actually have one more plug too. Um, yes, like uh, I was gonna say, circle back to you yeah, guys. Yeah, it was. It's my friend's podcast, actually. It's called the Revolutionized Mind, and it's by my former mm. roommate um, at Western. Um, love her. It's really authentic. It's about it's a mental health based podcast, and it's super vulnerable and super raw. She talks like literally no topic is off it's off limits. It's very, very, very in depth about mental health. And I think the reason why I'm pretty much I'm plugging it, number one, she's like one of my good friends. And number two, it's probably the best take I've seen on mental health and the most authentic and vulnerable take I've seen on mental health where someone's actually really willing to be very open about their mental health experience. So the revolutionized mind, check it out. It's it's really good. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Haley, um, I guess. By the way, if, if you don't have anything, it's fine as well. I don't, and then I, I didn't, and then I went and looked at like my Goodreads just to see like what kind of books I've been reading, and I, I feel, I feel like this is a pretty popular one. Like a lot of people might have already seen it, but like Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. If you're into like sci-fi and like just really mind-blowing like books of like fiction. I think that's like a definitely a good one to go into. It like Ooh. really trips up your brain, but it also like explains, okay, like if you're into sci-fi and stuff like that, like time travel is probably like one of the toughest like things to write about. But like yeah. he definitely like goes about it in a way that's like, okay, like it actually kind of makes sense. Like this could happen. Like they kind of made it possible in the novel. So I think that's like a fun read. Something like if you like that kind of stuff, should definitely check out. I really like that you plugged like a nonfiction book because most of what I read is nonfiction. <laughs> and fiction. D, well, no, what, like what I use, like, yeah, recently I've been reading more fiction, but like I used to read like a lot of Stephen King and other things. I was going to say like D always plugs like fiction based, uh, oh, sorry, D always plugs nonfiction books. I'm very glad that you picked up fiction books. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, he always plugs like nonfiction books. And like, I feel like I grew up reading a lot of fiction. So like, I want to like, just shout out to fiction. Like, good job. <laughs> good shout out to fiction. Escape. Shout out to fiction. fiction too, but fiction is Dark like Matter. We'll check it out. They're all books. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. Is that, is that everyone's plugs? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the podcast. Um, I don't know how long this has been going. To be honest, my eyesight is not strong enough to see the timer on my computer. Um, But 
uh i guess as a wrap up uh what we really want what we want to do first of all is appreciate you for for coming on here and tolerating our nonsense That's <laughs> absolutely absolutely we we absolutely appreciate you uh we love the content that you brought to this uh to this episode so big big shout out and we are excited to do an episode on your podcast too um, so before we kind of like sign off do you, is there anything you want to promote from your own stuff anything coming up anything exciting or just another the next episode what yeah what do you guys want to tell the folks listening um yeah so next week so right now we're working on an episode that will come out um this upcoming thursday so that's the 25th i think um and it is on female actresses in hollywood and how once you kind of hit the age of 30 all the roles start dropping off you need to be a talented um, talented um, character actress in order to make it anywhere past 40. And so that's kind of what we're talking about next week. By um, the time they hear this, though, it's probably going to be out already. So Yeah, so the 25th. The episode on the 25th. <laughs> February. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that we sounds like sure something that I'll be tuning into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah facts. Actually, yeah, that, that. I'm definitely going to be listening to that one. <laughs> Oh, that's super interesting because, like, I, I even, like, watched a skit earlier where it was like, oh, by the time you hit 30, you're no longer the hot, like, you no longer play the hot chick role. You play the young mom role. Yeah. And that was, like, a whole skit, right? And that's, like, I feel like that definitely, like, has a lot of truth to it. It's, like, the fact that you guys are addressing this. Don't be tuning in. <laughs> All right. So I guess as I sloppily get to the end of this conclusion, um, <laughs> once again, yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. Uh, this will be coming out shortly. Make sure you check out our other stuff. We have episodes going out every week. So we, we love hearing from you and we love the interactions and we love the love. And at the end of the day, um, all we got each other, right? So the fact that we were able to explore different perspectives with you, with you, with you girls today was was awesome, and we hope to do it again in the future. Thanks for having and us. Shout out to our one listener from Poland. <laughs> we have a listener from where? France, France, France. Um, Netherlands, and then a couple so in random. Mexico. Yeah. So shout out to the international girls. Shout out. Hell yeah. But yeah, right. thank you guys for coming. Thank this you. was awesome. Yeah, Thanks for having awesome. us. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. We're we'll looking forward Peace. to next week when we can record for Chick Chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, peace out, everyone. One love. Bye. Bye.